Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is Good morning. This week when I was preparing for the sermon, and was reading the gospel reading for today, I came to realize that in many ways it is autobiographical. Because when Mildred had heart failure and was going through all of the various procedures and having all of the ups and the very, very scary downs, I was very much like the father in today's gospel reading. Because I took my daughter to the experts, to the folks that were supposed to know what to do. And they did everything in their power to save her life and to bring her back from the razor thin edge which she was balancing upon and was so close to death. And as awesome and terrific and as wonderful as all of those doctors were and of all the technology that they had at their fingertips to help keep Mildred alive. In the end, or what they thought was the end, there was nothing more they could do. Mildred lay paralyzed and brain dead. And so I, as a father, was left with nothing else but to bring my daughter before Christ and ask him to do what he will. And like that, the father from the the gospel reading, I knew in my heart of hearts that anything was possible for God. And that if I believed, wondrous things could happen. And so like this father, I was forced to say, I believe, help my unbelief. Because the world is full of things that make it so difficult for us to hope, make it difficult for us to believe that there is a God who loves mankind. Because the world is full of so much tragedy. The world is full of so much pain. Every day, if we bother to look, we can see and hear about and read about the suffering and the deaths around the world that happen every single day, some of them incredibly cruel. And so in the face of all of this, it can be very difficult for us to believe. And so we are forced to say and to confess, I believe, help my unbelief. I want to believe. I want everything that you say, O Christ, to be true. But what lies in front of my eyes tells me otherwise. Help my unbelief. And this story, this prayer, is incredibly important. Because afterwards, when the, when the apostles, the, the, the supposed experts, and they said, well, what, what did we do wrong? Why couldn't we fix this? And, you know, in a similar way, the doctors at St. Louis Children's Hospital came up to me afterwards and said, I, I can't explain how this happened. What, what was the difference between Mildred and everybody else? And the answer in both cases is very much the same. Christ says, this one needs prayer and fasting. 
So in both cases, it took Christ, it took God to save these children. Despite all the efforts of humankind, despite all the best science, all the best minds that we could throw at them, it took God to save these children from their illness and from the pain and disease and the problems that beset their lives. But God created us according to His image and likeness. And as such, we have all of the various characteristics that God has in a limited form. And when it comes to our salvation, when it comes to the path that we are to walk towards the resurrection, God wants us to participate in that journey. I believe, help my unbelief. I want to participate as much as that it is possible for me to help save me, to help save my, my fellow human being. Help me do that. That's what God wants from us. And so therefore, He gives us prayer. He gives us fasting. He gives us the church. He gives us His body and His blood. And He gives us a multitude of opportunities to help, to love, to give, so that we may go through our life and say, I believe, help my unbelief. And that through life, that belief gets stronger and stronger and stronger because of the miracles that we have seen with our own eyes. And so that unbelief begins to fade into the background as God works in and through us as we pray, as we fast, as we give alms to the poor, as we help those in need, as we help and love our fellow human being. And in the end, yes, we are doing all of these wonderful things, getting closer to God and allowing God to grow in our lives, but it is God and God alone who accomplishes these great and marvelous and wonderful things. And at the end of the day, that is indeed what allows us to say, I believe, help my unbelief. And we are fortunate and blessed that like the father of the gospel, we have a child who walks amongst us that was lifted up from their bed of pain and sorrow to walk, to laugh, to sing, to pray, to be joyous, to remind all of us that it is indeed okay to believe and to ask our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ to help us with our unbelief. And that child is one of the things that he has given us to help us with that unbelief. So let us look at the world and all of its trials and tribulations, all the death and suffering that it offers. Stand up, have faith that God loves every single person that exists in this world, regardless of where they are and what they do. And say to Christ our God, I believe that there is a path for salvation for every single person in this world. I believe that every single person in this world will eventually turn towards you. Help my unbelief. And then actively seek to participate in the salvation of every single person that exists in this world through prayer, through fasting, through giving alms to the poor, 
by being here, standing before the altar of God and making a sacrifice of your time, your prayers, yourself for the sins of the people. I believe, Lord. Help my unbelief. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, into the ages of ages. Amen.